Welcome. You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm your host, Meryl Arnett, and my passion is making meditation accessible and enjoyable. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a guided meditation. If you would like to access these meditation practices as standalone audio files for your daily practice, please subscribe to my newsletter at merylarnett.com. It's free and you'll receive a new mini meditation each week, along with behind the scenes content and bonus material for each podcast episode. All right, let's grab a cup of tea, a comfy seat, and settle in for today's practice. Welcome, friends. Happy Monday. As always, I am glad to be here with you. I'm glad to see your faces or your names and get to share in practice with you. So we are at the end of our big emotion series. And the end always feels so tricky to me because I feel like Sometimes the end is like a slam dunk. Like I've been saving the really good thing for the end. I'm like, oh, finally I'm at this last piece and I can drop this little nugget of wisdom. Hello, welcome. Um, And sometimes the end feels like if only, if only there was a lovely ribbon I could tie around the series and deliver it into your lap so easily, I would do it in a heartbeat. And this is one of those series where The deeper we go, the murkier it gets. Yeah. And I will do my best (laughs) to tie a bow around it and leave you with something really solid. And this end to me feels so ephemeral. And yet there's much to work with. So let's talk about it. We are moving through um, this exploration of how we are with big emotions right? How we're with anxiety or grief. And last week I named sort of five stages of emotional resistance that we tend to move through, right? Those stages being resistance. First and foremost, we feel something uncomfortable. We don't want to feel it. We resist it. And then from resistance with a little bit of practice, we're able to move into a space of tolerating. Tolerating is tolerating. It's saying, okay, I'll stay here for another minute and I'll see what happens. And from, uh, oh wait, did I skip resistance exploring? Excuse me. I feel like I skipped exploring. So resistance, we're resisting. And then we're willing to explore, which is like just a bit of curiosity about what's here. And then from exploring, it's into tolerating. I'm I'm seeing what's here. I'm feeling it. And I'm going to stay just for as long as I can. And then from that place of tolerating, which is already such huge evolution to move from resistance to tolerating is no easy feat. And from that place, maybe we will be able to move a little bit further into these last two stages, which are allowance and befriending. Allowing simply meaning I can hold steady here. And I can let this feeling come and go without me needing to grab a hold of it. 
and befriending being I'm able to see some value in this difficult emotional experience. And, you know, when we talk about allowing an emotional experience, it's like, I'm I'm pretty sure I could talk till I was blue in the face, right? I could use every word under the sun. And yet when the moment comes that the big emotion is here in your body and you're like, how do I allow? What does that mean? Words do us no good, right? Because this is a purely felt experience. And each of us will probably describe or experience that sensation of allowing differently. We know the first two steps, right? We're going to soften our body physically. That's step one always, because that is the, that immediate resistance is the physical engagement of our body. And so we've got to get out of that resisting phase. We're going to soften. We're going to soften our edges. And once we do that, we move into soothing. That's what we talked about last week. Soothing being placing the hand on the body where you need it, on your heart, on your cheeks, rubbing your arms or your fingertips and saying to yourself, literally saying to yourself the words that you need to hear, right? You'll remember last week, we used the metaphor of somebody falling overboard and we throw them the raft, right? And if that was the case, if you're throwing somebody a raft, you don't just throw it and stand there silently, right? You're shouting at the person like, hold on, grab a hold, I've got you. And that is the lesson in soothing is it's not stand there silently while you suffer. It's say to yourself, hold on, I've got you. And so maybe we've done that work and we're like in our life preservers now. And we're like, okay, I know the next step is allow. How am I going to do this? I listened to this talk today. It was a podcast interview with a mythologist. His name is Martin Shaw. He was, I listened to it twice back to back. It was spectacular. And although he was not talking about emotion, he was. And it felt so poignant to our talk tonight. I decided to, to weave it in a little bit. And so in this interview, he first shared a myth. He shared an old story. And you know how old stories, like the old, the old fairy tales or the old myths, they're not like the stories we hear today where it's really neat and gentle and sort of clean. Like these old stories are so uncomfortable because they're very wild right? There's like edges that rub up against you that you're like, God, did it have to be that dark? Did it have to be that intense? So he shares this myth. He tells this whole story. And at the end of the story, he says, please don't decide what this story means and tell yourself you understand it. Because the minute we do that, the minute we say, this is what this means. I got the lesson. Thank you so much. That was so helpful. The minute we do that, we essentially say, please don't work on me anymore. I'm done with you now. And the, the myth is, you know, the myth is not true. 
It's a story that somebody made up. And yet what the myth says to us is so true. And his invitation to us is do not trap that myth. Rather than trap it, can we trail it? Can we use all of our senses? Can we stay awake to the peace that just keeps circling in your brain? You keep remembering that one line or that one image because you loved it and it resonated or because it was wild and scary and felt dissonant to you in some way. And can we just pay attention to that thing and let the story work within us, let the truth reveal itself within us? So he's saying all this about a story about a princess and a snake and a, and a you know, a prince. And I was like, of course, the same, the same is true of anything working on us, including our big emotions. And it would be so lovely at the end of this series to say, here's what you're experiencing when you experience anxiety. This is what it means. Now that you understand it, you never have to experience anxiety again. Congratulations. And we tie a bow on the box and we put it on the shelf and we never open that box again. And instead, what we're asked to do is not trap the emotion. Because the truth is that there's no one reason. And we could think all day long. We will not think ourselves out of an emotion. There's no one thing that if we fixed it, we wouldn't feel this anymore. And almost always, there's not even just one emotion for us to try to figure out. There's 47 things happening in our body at any given time. And so rather than us try to trap the emotion and tame it, name it, and understand it, can we allow it to just be as it is? Can we allow it to be as uncomfortable and messy and wild and raw as it is, as confusing as it is? And like, let's be so upfront about the fact that probably the most difficult thing about that is all day long, we are asked, how are you? All day, every day, people ask us, how are you? And maybe there are two people in the world that you're able to go, actually, I'm doing this really deep work, trying to be with my emotions without naming them and taming them. It's a little bit like a myth. Right? There's like two people we could say that to. And the rest of people, what do we say? We say, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. The problem is we keep saying that. And so we keep sort of thinking to ourselves, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. Right? When the truth is we're not trying to make it fine. That's not allowing. That's covering over, that's reshaping, that's numbing. It's something, but it's not allowing. And I'm not saying you got to go tell everybody your deep work, but you have to at least remind yourself every time you say you're fine, that the truth is I'm not trying to make it fine. I'm trying to allow in whatever little pockets that I can. You know, I... 
I shared last week on this call, you know, my partner was traveling last week. The kids were sick. We're all fine. He's home. It's wonderful. Life is good again. Thank goodness. And it was, it was a hard week last week. It was really hard. And it was interesting because as I was doing my own work of like feeling what I'm feeling and allowing that to be as it is, I also was very aware of the people I'm sharing my life with and their experience of last week and their feelings and a partner who it wasn't like he was dying to go take this trip, right? It was for work. He had to, he was worried about the kids. He wished he could be here to help. So I was very aware that he's having his own emotional experience around what happened last week. So we like hold this deep space for ourselves in the pockets that we're able to knowing that we can't just like drop it all over the place at all times. But each moment that we allow in our own bodies, not only does it make us safer and steadier, but it makes the space around us safer safer and steadier for everybody else to have their allowance, their own emotional stories unfold. And we're okay to let that happen without needing to go, no, no, let me put that in a box for you. Quick, quick, let's name it and tie it up and fix it. Right? And we're not here to fix. The other thing I learned about old myth, ancient myth, is that the endings were very unlike endings today. There were no happy endings, right? But it was these endings that were always open, like the story could just sort of continue or loop back onto itself and keep going. Again, just like emotion, right? It's, we don't tie a happy ending on it at the end and say, this is it. I did it. Check. We continue to work with emotions as they rise and fall in the minutia of the day and in the long seasons of our lives. And it looks different. It feels different. We experience it differently every time it arises. And that's a little bit our gift is that it gets to be a story that's working on us. And all we are asked to do is allow that story to unfold. And so we'll share in our practice this evening. And I think allowance is probably a pretty familiar experience for those of you that have been meditating for a while, because this is what we do every practice, is we simply allow our experience to be as it is. And what we're just asking ourselves to do now is, can we keep that going when it gets a little bit more intense? Right. And because I don't know about you, but I sort of have the general spectrum of feeling that I have in a day. And then the days where things fall outside that spectrum, it's a little bit more in one direction. There's a little bit more push for me to hurry up, to not sit so long. I can't, I can't stop thinking about this or I need to make a phone call or I have to just be doing something because I feel so agitated on the inside about whatever it is I'm feeling. 
And so our work, if this is an easy moment for you, is to remember that you're building that allowance muscle for when it feels like I can't do this, right? And if this is a harder moment, then with so much grace, so much compassion, we say, just how long could I stay today? Could I allow myself to feel this way for one more minute? And if the answer is yes, we stay. And if the answer is no, we are so kind to ourselves and we do the thing we need to do to take care of ourselves, whether that's open our eyes, place our hands on the ground, drink a glass of water, something to ground ourselves so that we can be safe. And we keep working in this way, not linear, not linear, but almost cyclically, we keep working, building that skill to move from resistance all the way to allowance, or perhaps even befriending, right? And I named befriending as that ability to see the value in a difficult emotional experience. And we'll just remember that the value does not come from us saying, oh, this is what that meant. It's just not, there's more there than one thing. Don't tie it off and stick it on a shelf. Let it continue to work within you, yeah? Okay, let's do a little practice together, yes? So, how about we shift around? Let ourselves come into a comfortable seat. Allowing your hands to rest onto your lap. And if you'd like to close your eyes, please feel free. And if that doesn't feel quite right, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group here, let's take a deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that once again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. And allowing your breath just to flow. Taking a moment to settle within yourself and to silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you say those words, Perhaps you'll just invite yourself to sit down a little more fully. To let go of everything that you have done today. And to let go of all the things that you have to do later. 
for this brief period of time. Perhaps we can all just find a way to inhabit our bodies more. To move out of our heads and into our torsos. Sending your awareness all the way down to your feet. And take a moment just to feel your feet and the way that they rest on the earth. And let your awareness scan up through your calves, your knees and your thighs, inviting all those muscles in the legs just to let go a little bit. Soften. Letting go across your hips and the seat. Letting go of the muscles in the belly. And softening across your chest. Letting go across your shoulders. The back of the neck. Feeling that sense of softness moving all the way up the very base of your skull and along your jaw. Inviting the inside of the cheeks to let go. and the tongue. Buffeting the skin around your eyes and across your forehead. Softening even the space behind your forehead. And as you sit and you breathe, let yourself take in the entirety of your body here. Imagining all of your edges softening just a bit. As if you could blur the lines between you 
and the room surrounding you. Direct your awareness down inside the torso and from that space inside, feel yourself breathe. Following the inhale into the body. And following the exhale as far out into the room as you can. And over these next few minutes, as we sit and we breathe, if there are big or uncomfortable feelings arising for you, You'll know your next step is to soothe. To place a hand or hands on the heart, the arms, the belly, wherever you like to be touched. You'll offer yourself the words that you need to hear today. And then as we settle into about 10 minutes in silence. We'll each just do our gentle best to practice allowing. So as we sit and we breathe, And you find yourself feeling bored. You could just wonder what would it be like to stay here and be bored? Or sleepy? Or frustrated? or joyful, or calm. And I let go of the urge to give it meaning. Can I let go of the urge to understand 
and instead can I simply allow myself to be as I am. We'll sit now, feeling each breath, and allowing all that arises to be here.
notice if there is any resistance that you can soften, soothe, or allow in this last minute of practice. Feel your breath flow. See if one more time you can soften those edges just a bit. Deepening your breath as you wiggle fingers, toes. And then together as a group, we'll take one last inhale in. Exhaling out a sigh. Taking all the time you need to let go of the practice, to open your eyes if they were closed. Thank you, friends. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving me a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps others to find the show. And let's face it, we could definitely use more meditators in this world. The Mindful Minute is recorded on Muskogee land and produced with the support of Madeline Day Production Management and Brianna Nielsen Virtual Assistance. To join my live classes, ask questions, or learn more about my teacher trainings, please visit MerrillArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you guys next week.